What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Down Once More with Rayleigh and Matt. Typically, uh, we have some slight schedule updates. Typically, this would be the week when Rayleigh and I do our randomness, vocal warm-ups, a random set list, which we're going to be doing um, episode three of Shut the Fuck Up this month. But both of our lives traveling, uh, vacations. I am actually, if you're listening to this, when it comes out on Wednesday, uh, I am most likely driving. I have a six hour road trip ahead of me. Uh, and I will be driving out there on Wednesday, driving back on Saturday. So scheduling has been a bitch this month for both of us. So we're shifting things a little bit. You get another mini episode with me this week. Lucky you. And then The tentative plan, unless something happens and I die in a car wreck or something happens on my road trip that I don't make it back in time, is next week you will get uh, Rayleigh and I doing our mini episode, our episode three of Shut the Fuck Up. Uh, Rayleigh will try to take the crown back. She will be unsuccessful. I will still be your champion. And we will do our vocal warm-ups, some other fun stuff we got planned for that. Uh, Then the following week, you will get our... uh, October movie review episode, and we are doing Chicago this month. So it's been one we've got some suggestions for it. It's one we've been talking about for a while. So we are doing Chicago. If you get background noise, I apologize. The weather here has decided it will be 50 degrees one day and then 80 the next. So we don't want to go back and forth between heat and air conditioning. So we currently have our windows open in the house. I currently have my neighbor that always yells to herself uh, mowing her yard. And my dog is being a little bit of a bitch today. So she might be randomly barking. So come along for this fun audio adventure with me. Um. Anyways, going to do some random things this week. I was going to do my ratings of the best CBS and NBC shows because I did Fox. I did ABC. Those are the ones left. I'm like, I'm going to knock those out this week on the mini. I am not feeling that at all today. So I'm calling an audible. I'm mixing it up and I'm going to do a little mini recap of my Nickelback concert experience and some some feelings and takes I have from that. And then I saw this past week Aladdin. It's touring. It was the first in my um, in the Broadway season here at our local theater uh, with the touring production. So Aladdin was the first one. Then in January, we got Les Mis and then Jesus Christ Superstar in February and then Shrek the Musical and then Mean Girls, I think those are the four we got left. Uh, mean Girls is what I'm most excited about, but I'll get into it more when I talk about it. Aladdin, highly recommend. If you have the opportunity to see the touring production of Aladdin, go see it. It is fantastic. All right, Nickelback concert uh, recap. When I recorded last week's episode, uh, it was the Monday before I was going to the Nickelback concert. Uh, It is now the Tuesday afterwards. We're doing another very short turnaround on this because I have been having the week from hell, uh, the past two couple weeks from hell. And so we're going to record, get this out so you can enjoy on your Wednesday commutes. Um, Nickelback, it was Nickelback, Brantley, Gilbert, and Josh Ross was the opener. So I was a little surprised. I did not expect Nickelback to be touring with two country artists uh that being said 
This is definitely bro country. And if you're familiar with Brantley Gilbert, he's a little more country rock. Like he wrote a lot of the songs um, Jason Aldean made famous. Um, like uh, Dirt Road. I'm going to blank on the names now. But like Dirt Road Anthem, uh, You Don't Know Her Like I Do is one of his other popular ones. Uh, My Kind of Party, Brantley Gilbert wrote that one as well. Uh, but Jason Aldean. Um, made it famous and i'm like it is dirt road anthem right yeah it's dirt road anthem we're going with it uh, and so it was kind of basically brantley gilbert and nickelback were essentially co-headliners they both had 16 song sets uh nickelback's stage presence they do a lot more talking interacting with the audience taking breaks part of that could be because they're Get a little bit older. They've been around for a while. Uh, very entertaining. Had the crowd in the palm of their hand. It was packed for a Tuesday night. It was the, one of the more lively crowds I've been a part of. And my biggest takeaway from this was the row in front of us was a group of five. I mean, they had to be college. I do not think they look 21, uh, maybe 18, 19, but they were all drinking and these girls were more into Nickelback than anyone I've seen into any band at a concert. I've been in mosh pits, everything like that. These five girls drinking, having fun. Uh, basically, the typical woo girls from How I Met Your Mother, if you know that, just always talking to each other. It was very distracting. Um and they were all documenting it. They could not go more than one minute without filming themselves on Snapchat or having one girl handed her phone to her friend to video her singing and dancing to it. So they, this is not ironic. And I, I get the irony with me saying this on a podcast, just talking to myself. It'd be better to say this if I had someone to talk back to. Um, and I had planned on doing this with Rayleigh. But I don't want to lose the emotion. Um, but man, the chronically online stuff with people, I'm like, just enjoy the show. Um, I've used to be so bad at that. I was constantly getting my phone out, trying to take pictures. And it's like, what am I going to do with these pictures? I'm going to have shitty pictures from this concert that I took clear away, zoomed in, watching the concert through my phone screen, taking videos. I'm going to have shitty audio to it. I'm never going to do anything with that. Like just enjoy the memories, enjoy the moment. It's great. Um, but these girls, I mean, they were singing along to every song. They knew the lyrics to these Nickelback songs better than I did. Um, which I think is actually kind of a win for me, but it was good for them. Like I wish I enjoyed anything as much as these 16 year old girls enjoyed Nickelback, but it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a good show. Uh, Nickelback are the Chad Kroger, everyone, great performers. And it was really entertaining. Uh, I think Nickelback gets a lot of unfair hate. Uh, they seem like really chill guys and they have a lot of great songs saving me. I actually like photograph photograph is the most memed song ever. Um, I actually like photograph Rockstar, I don't like Rockstar. I feel like is overplayed and I never liked it when it was on the radio. Didn't vibe with that one, but animals great. Uh, only thing I noticed so many bands nowadays, especially 
that era, that genre. It feels like people can't go a show without making some comment about, oh, if we release this today, we'd be canceled, or oh, they still can't cancel us yet. And that kind of stuff is just the discourse around cancel culture, stuff like that, is just annoying. And it's like, you listen to rap songs and a lot of these other songs, songs like that could come out today. Like, Nickelback didn't really have any super graphic ones. This was the their song, Figure You Out. It's like, I like your pants around your legs, something like that. I don't remember the lyrics. I don't know it that well. But it's not that bad of a song. You would not get canceled if you released it today. So I hate that whole narrative. And Brantley Gilbert is very much like that, too. Uh like there was things with all the when all the Bud Light stuff was going on uh, about someone he had one on stage and he was making some comment about that he doesn't drink anymore but comments about all the Bud Light shit and I'm just like I just have some good music and he made a comment about he doesn't have all the any of the passwords to his social media because his manager said he's a liability and so he had a song. Um, called bury me upside down and it's basically bury me upside down so the world can kiss my ass and i feel like a lot of that stuff a lot of it's um just trying to make a show of things and a lot of times saying like oh i'm a liability i can't have the things that that's just because you're an asshole um you can disagree with people and have opinions and not be a dick and then you're not a liability so just don't be a dick. And I actually like a lot of Brantley Gilbert's song, but he looks like he's straight out of Sons of Anarchy uh, with the sleeveless t-shirt, tattoos, baseball cap, the big old chain on his on his jeans. Uh, he had brass knuckles on his microphone, but he never actually put his fingers in the brass knuckles. He was just awkwardly holding the microphone below the brass knuckles. Um, some I like to call a little bit of D-bag country is what you got going on there. So, but it, he was a good performer too. His band was doing a whole bunch of like almost skits with G, with each other throughout it, which was kind of distracting. But um, also, so we, I got the tickets. The only reason I went to this, I got tickets for like 20 bucks a piece. And that was including, all all fees so i was up in the 300 level higher up not primo seats but the amount of people that just sat wherever they wanted like constantly in the wrong seats and then people would come up and have to tell them to move and then they just jumped to other seats that were obviously not theirs was ridiculous it's like this is we're up clear at the top anyways just sit in the fucking seats on your ticket why does it matter like at this height all the seats are going to be the same just go sit in your seats I don't know. This doesn't seem like that difficult of a concept to me. But people suck. That's the gist. That was my Nickelback experience. Ultimate takeaway. Wish I loved anything as much as those five drunk selfie taking bitches love Nickelback. And I say bitches affectionately, not derogatory. So don't come at me. Um, next, I'm going to talk a little bit about Aladdin. So, Aladdin. It's the official touring company. Uh, I have no idea where they went after Lincoln, but 
This cast was fantastic. And this production, I didn't know what to think going into it. Uh, I really loved the animated Aladdin movie. It was one of my favorites growing up. The Will Smith version is fine. Speechless is a banger. I love that song that was added to it. Um, But I didn't really know what to expect with this Broadway production. What was going to be going into it. uh, How... Oh how the cast would stack up, how they would translate things. Because, I mean, Robin Williams as the genie is one of the most iconic performances in an animated movie and really of any movie. Um, how how it was... I keep saying animated. I'm not meaning to say animated, but my brain is fried this week. But how they put that movie together and how they visualize all the scenes, especially in Friend Like Me. Friend Like Me was the number that was most concerned and felt like was going to lose so much just being on a stage play and what you have there. But it was great. It was great. Um, I, I made notes of some of that actors names. So I wanted to shout them out uh, cause I'm sure they're listening, but uh, so Marcus M. Martin played the genie and he did such an amazing job. Uh, I'm sure the lines were in the script, but just, connecting with things with Aladdin asks where he came from. If he came from the lamp, he's like, no, I came from Wakanda. He does the sign. And just like so many ties to other Disney properties. And during friend like me, there's a part where the genie starts like singing karaoke and he's singing little bits and pieces of other famous Disney songs. And it was great. It was really entertaining. Like friend like me was one of the stand out um, performances and numbers of this show. And it, takes place almost closing out the first act. Like there's friend like me, a little bit of dialogue, a reprise, and then it goes to curtain for intermission. But with the ensemble, the ensemble was great in it too. Just coming in costuming. They had some almost like magician acts in it thrown in there too. some set changes and designs that it was so much fun. Like I know it's a weird thing to say, but this stage production of Aladdin, in my opinion, rivals and maybe even surpasses the original animated movie. I loved the new numbers that they added to it. None of them. I just felt like this is just filler that we're throwing in here. Like all of them made sense and were great in it. The standouts of those to me were high adventure, which is sung by three new characters, which are Aladdin's friends in the market. Cause we did away with Abu. We don't have a little monkey and the Broadway stage production, which makes sense. Um, Babacock, Omar, and Kasim. And they sing a couple songs with Aladdin. And there, once he's in the palace and Jafar um, kidnaps him, he gets figured out. Aladdin gets figured out. They go to rescue him. And they're singing the song. And man, the choreography, the staging, the performance, it was such a fun song. It was that and friend like me were my standouts of the performances. Like those were my two favorite numbers. Um, and then another song of Aladdin, given some more backstory to his character was proud of your boy. And there's a couple different reprises to that throughout the production, but that one was great as well. Those are my two new favorite edition songs. Jasmine had a couple good ones as well. Um, and they kind of fleshed her character out a little bit more than she is in the original animated movie. One thing I will say is that having watched and loved and appreciated Twisted, 
uh, which we did a review on that. It was one of our first ones that we did, or within the first year anyways, um, which is, the, if you don't know, it's the Team Star Kid, like kind of spoof satire of Aladdin, other Disney things mashed up. And it's basically if Aladdin and Wicked were combined, where Javar isn't really an evil vizier, he had good intentions and he's the hero, and Aladdin's kind of the douche. Uh, but seeing that, seeing Jafar in this production with the the bad fake beard uh, is very obvious. Um, it just made me think of Twisted. So at the beginning, Twisted was in my head, but then this crew in this production just knocked out of the park so much. By the end, I wasn't even thinking of Twisted. But everyone should still watch Twisted. And I wish Twisted was something that could tour because I feel like it would have a lot of success with the comedy, the satire. So good. Um, but so I mentioned Jafar a little bit and Jafar was played by Anand Nagraj and he did a great job. I saw his picture in the, the playbill and I'm like, he does not look like Jafar, but his vocals and how he portrayed his mannerisms it was perfect Jafar. Now, there was Iago in this. Iago is not a parrot. He is a smaller person. However, I don't know if this the guy who plays Jafar, if Anand Nagraj, is ridiculously tall. Would have been a good thing for me to look up before recording, um, but I did not. Or if they gave him, because he's wearing a giant cape, if he's wearing like giant platform shoes. The actor who played Iago, Aaron Choi, he was a standout to me. He was absolutely fantastic. Crushed this par. So funny. I was laughing at his lines, his delivery, his mannerisms, everything. So good. Like Aaron Troy, Mark Zembar as Iago and Mark Zem Martin as the genie are hand in hand with my bright shining stars from this production. So good. And all the vocals were great. Everything was great. But those two stood like head and shoulders above the rest, in my opinion. But Aaron Troy, they did something that made him look like he is like four foot tall. He looked like he's at least a foot and a half shorter than everyone else. I looked it up. He's five foot five. So I don't know what was going on there. If Anand Nagraj and everyone are just taller or they were having platforms or what. But Aaron Troy is Iago, so damn good. Um, also, this featured uh, uh, Addie Roy as Aladdin was great. Like, fantastic voice, uh, fantastic physical performer throughout everything. And then Senzel Amadi as Jasmine was also fantastic. Just stunning voice, great actress, great performer, so good. But highly highly recommend aladdin on tour if you have the opportunity to see it go do it you will not be disappointed like i haven't seen any other disney uh adaptations on broadway i know there's quite a few frozen has a show going um the lion king has been one of the longer running ones and i've heard i've heard the lion king is like the top tier like that's the gold standard of Disney Broadway shows, but this has to rival it. Um, I really want to see Lion King. I will someday. Frozen, I don't know. Frozen was never one of my favorite Disney movies, so it could be easy for the stage one to surpass it for me. But it was in uh, Omaha, the town about an hour from me last year, and I didn't get the chance to go, but I heard it was good. 
But basically, if you have a chance to see live theater, you can't go wrong with live theater. So go see Aladdin if you have the opportunity. Let us know if you have seen it before. Let us know your thoughts. If you have a favorite performance, if you have a favorite song. Um, One thing I will say, like, I get it doesn't work as well in here. But I would have liked to see Speechless incorporated in this just because I love that song. Um, But the songs Jasmine does have are really solid as well. So Aladdin, go see it. Nickelback, good performance. I need something that I enjoy as much as the Teenage Girls. It's a weird statement to say. And that's going to do it for this week's mini episode. It's short. It's sweet. Um, Let us know. If there's other topics you want us to discuss, as always, like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Appreciate you all watching, uh, taking your time out to watch, listen, however you consume our media. Uh, again, I want to I want to get to 50 YouTube subscribers. It sounds like a small number, but that's a huge thing for us. YouTube's so easy to subscribe. If you have a Gmail account, you just sign into that. You don't have to comment you don't have to interact it's great if you do but give us a follow give us a subscribe throw a like or two on our videos cheers cheers us up like i don't know why i keep saying it but it warms the cockles of our heart um so thank you all for your time tune in next week uh or we'll post updates earlier ahead of time if if we have them but next week should be episode three of shut the fuck up rayleigh and i doing vocal warm-ups probably giving each other shit. And then the week after that, we're going to be doing Chicago. So if you don't know Chicago, it's the movie musical Chicago uh, with Renee Zellweger and Catherine Zeta-Jones and Queen Latifah, John C. Riley. Uh, I looked it up. I don't believe it is streaming anywhere. If you want to see it, it's going to be a rental. So just a heads up there again, but Chicago coming up in two weeks on the 25th. Next week, the 18th, you got vocal warmups. Shut the fuck up. Rayleigh and I will be back. We'll be giving each other shit. It'll be chaos as always and hopefully fun. Thank you all again from the bottom of my heart. Hope I don't die on this trip. Best wishes. Don't forget to go down once more. Later. <laughs>